Fact, rumour, scrutiny, suggestion. The Huddle. 13 away from 6, you're with The Huddle now. Trish Sherson, Sherson Willis PR, Ali Jones Reid PR. Hi, you two. Hi. Hi. It's bad, isn't it, Trish? It is bad in Hawke's Bay. It's really bad. How do you think the government's handling this? I mean, this is the discussion that we've been having earlier. Chris Hipkins has, I think, been super impressive. What do you think? I was thinking about this today. The difference, I think, is uh, a relief in his approach. He is useful and workmanlike. Mm-hmm. He's not uh, performative. And I think, to me, it reminded me in style a bit of Helen Clark. Yes. Now, uh, you know, I was never oh, sort of politically aligned with, with Helen Clark, but I always admired her for her... Um, her grasp on detail. Uh, she was very workmanlike. She turned up in the right places, but it wasn't about Helen. It was about what was going on. And and I think this is an illustration of why that change of leadership in Labour has been a really useful thing. It has been really useful. Ali, I mean, he's only been in the job three weeks. He's had the worst weather event the country's ever had. He's had the worst weather event the biggest city in the country's ever had. And he's just taken it in a stride like he's been doing the job for years. Yeah, but he's not new at this. He may be, you know, been in the job for a few weeks, but he's been in politics a long time. Look, I actually think you're both being a bit unfair. I think that Jacinda Ardern uh, was great when she came in. She was new. Hipkins has come in. He's new and people are liking him. I think Jacinda Ardern did a bloody good job with the disasters and the things that she managed. And I don't think that we should be comparing one with the other. People wanted a change. We needed a change. And the change is working well. But I don't think we should be comparing these two. Well, you know, the reason I'm comparing it, Trish, is because it feels like we've had an election already, right? We've already got rid of the Prime Minister we were wanting to get rid of. Now we've got the new guy. He's good at the stuff that she was good at. And he's good at the stuff that she was not good at. Yeah? Yeah, I think it's it's very important to analyse this, actually. Ultimately, that's why Jacinda Ardern made the call, made mm. the call and why uh, why. Labour backed it because they knew that uh, electorally uh, she couldn't and win and Labour wouldn't win with her in charge. Um, and I think again this comes back to the relief probably for the public in this change of style. When a when a disaster hits now we want someone who is in there. We know they know what's going on. They appear capable and they're across it. Uh, and and probably we met, we we need now or want more of the rational rather than the emotional that we had under Jacinda Ardern's leadership. Perhaps so. Did you think, Ali, that um, the OCR decision should be delayed next week? Yeah, I do. I I heard what the Kiwi Bank economist said when they um, spoke to you earlier, and the rebuild will be inflationary. We experienced the same in Canterbury after the earthquakes. Uh, Construction costs will go up. That'll be exacerbated with material and labour shortages. We saw the same thing. You know, this is where a consortium, this is something people are talking about who experienced this in Christchurch. We need an alliance of infrastructure companies to help this rebuild, but to be frank, no one seems to be very interested in what Christchurch and Canterbury did and achieved um, so well. But getting back to the OCR, yes, I think if the rate of inflation has slowed and it appears that it has slightly, um, I mean, the last thing we want to be doing is hitting people with increased costs when they don't even have a house. Oh, see, Trish, I don't know how I feel about this because absolutely this is so hard for us, but, geez, inflation keeps ticking along, doesn't it? And, and yeah, the global inflation pressures might have eased, but domestic, impre- uh, domestic inflation pressures haven't. 
Yeah, you've, I'm, I mean, I'm sure the Reserve Bank is weighing up uh, the magnitude of this and against, as Jared pointed out earlier. So there were two other times the Reserve Bank delayed a decision. Uh, one was um, around the Christchurch uh, earthquakes, mm. and the other one was when mm. New Zealand was put into lockdown because it was so uncertain. This time around, perhaps the Reserve Bank has more... Um, at, at its fingertips given what Christchurch went through uh, and it can weigh that up as a part of its decision making but I think it's probably unlikely that yeah. they would um, delay because of um, you know because we've had just because we've had a disaster we can't take our foot uh, off the pedal or have that sort of what what is that political term the rose garden thinking where you're just focused all on one issue they have to keep um, uh, working to their remit which is to get inflation back into that band how do you feel Ali about having 10 million people in the country I uh, don't mind it actually yeah. I think some of the stuff Simon Bridges said was really really good um well, what I don't want is, you know, millions and millions of people throughout the whole country, uh, but I think our cities could certainly do with additional uh, population. But what we've got to have is improved infrastructure, yes. as we're seeing now, and also improved public transport. We just don't have it in a way that it, it serves the current population. We certainly can't expect the population to increase with what we currently have. What do you think, Trish? I don't think it's about the number. I was looking today at um, The Economist has come out with the world's most livable cities, and these are the categories, right, for measuring it. Stability, healthcare, culture and environment, education and infrastructure. I feel like, have we just failed in all of them? Well, I mean, I I, that's God. what I, I, well, I would say, look, stability, yes, absolutely. We're pretty, we're a pretty stable democracy, but healthcare, culture and environment, education, particularly, and infrastructure, uh, we would be way down the list. So I think it's not a discussion about, hey, we need more people. It's just a discussion about how can we get on top of those uh, key measures of livability in order to be ha- able to handle all those people. Hey, guys, thank you. It's so good to talk to the pair of you. Really appreciate it. Trish Sherson, Sherson Willis PR, and Ali Jones, Red PR.